0: You're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, Learn to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learn to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for to foster this community of perpetual go getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hey, you guys, how's it going? Another episode of Adulthood Academy. I think we're almost on episode 50 already. I'm not 100% sure how that happened. Although the first half of this podcast is all travel-related content. If you've been following me for a while, you know I used to do um, a travel podcast. So I just left those up in case people were interested in them Um, and because people seem to enjoy them. So I left them up. And then the second half of this has been the revised Adulthood Academy of mostly money content. So Um, almost 50 episodes. Next week will be 50, which is crazy. So thank you guys for being here and listening and keeping up with these episodes and requesting content. That's been great. Um, What do I have coming up this weekend? Um, We're celebrating two birthdays in my family. So we're having a barbecue. We're making ribs that are just, mm, they're so good. Um, We put them in the oven for like six hours. So they're going to be amazing. And my mom is making cupcakes and having a tropical themed birthday party, a dual birthday party. And I'm making peach pie, which I love peach pie. Um, and I'm going to go get some fresh, really good peaches from the store because peaches are great right now. So I'm really looking forward to that. And that's about it. So I hope you guys are having a good week and you got some fun plans for the weekend. I have been taking, um, I've mentioned this a couple times, I try to take Saturday and Sunday off every week just because honestly, I just feel like social media has kind of taken over our lives and um, it's really easy. Like as I'm building this business and including, you know, I just got finished with my first um, financial program, the wealth Academy, you know, like as I'm building these things and trying to like (laughs) be a good business owner and there's a million things to do. And it always feels like I could be working and doing a million things and staying on top of certain things and creating things and talking to people. There's an endless amount of things to do. And so it's really easy to get overwhelmed and kind of burnt out. And so um, just taking the weekends off, going outside, been going on more hikes, um, which I kind of neglected for a while. So going on hikes and going swimming and just like being away from my phone and being away from the internet world has been really amazing. So, I mean, I know everyone says this, but really just taking the time if you're able to give yourself a full day off, put your phone away, just turn it off. Like I'm almost to the point where I'm going to just going to start turning my phone off like Friday evenings and not turning it on until Monday morning. And just like completely checking out because I feel so many people base, um, like their personalities and the things that they do on social media and like trying to get the approval of everyone. We all know this information, right? Like this is not new information, but, um, I know that we all know this. It's just a matter of like, are we going to do the things that we know are going to help us mentally and physically and emotionally and be able to run a business without getting like burnt out in two months. So um, I encourage you guys, you know, it's a great thing to do and to do that for yourself and kind of practice that as a form of self-care of like, I'm just going to turn off my phone and go out into the wilderness for a while and just be a human being for a little bit Um, is, I mean, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Um, Okay. So those are my plans for the weekend. I hope you guys have something fun to do. Today is Friday when this recording comes out. Every single Friday for the past, mm, I'd say three years, I've been doing what I call weekly money check-ins. And that's what this episode is going to be about. I'm going to tell you what I feel is the importance of doing a weekly money check-in, as well as how to actually do it and the point of it, the benefits of it, and how it's going to impact your financial future years from now, maybe six months from now, um, whatever your financial situation is. Okay, so this is what I do every Friday. Um, If you guys have been following me for a while, you know I talk about these money check-ins all the time. I teach, taught all of my students in the Wealth Academy. About these money check-ins, just because I feel like they're so insanely beneficial to keep you on track and to hold you accountable that doing them and taking the time to do it is going to like exponentially increase how good you are with money and um, increase like how quickly you're going to get to all of your financial goals so let me tell you why I think they're such a good idea, and then I'll tell you like how to do it in your own life so when I first started like I want to say taking responsibility for my money and not just kind of like, okay, I make this much money and I'm just kind of spending and trying to live, you know, according to how much money I make, and just kind of like not doing much to better myself financially. So um in that time that I've implemented weekly money check-ins, I've been able to do a lot of things. So just keeping me on track and holding me accountable that every Friday I'm like, okay, well I have to check on on my money today, see how I'm spending things, see what money's coming in, especially if you're on a variable income, it's super important to keep track of these things. But since I started doing this, you know, I've gotten myself out of debt. I haven't used a credit card in like literally five years, I think. And I don't have debt anymore. Um, It's allowed me to save for my emergency funds and like aggressively save for them, save more than I thought I would be able to save every month and save for a house and save for a new car and just keep myself on track by taking literally 5 to 10 minutes every week to do these monthly or weekly money check-ins. So they're super important for just like if you're just beginning out beginning on this like journey to financial independence or you know learning how to take control of your money, I think it's going to be really really important and beneficial to you to do this also. And to think of this money check-ins as a form of self-care also. Um, Self-care is not just like doing your face mask and flossing your teeth and getting enough sleep. Um, For me, it's about money too, because that allows me to do a lot of other things in my life, like take care of myself, build a business that I really enjoy that's going to give me freedom, financial freedom, time freedom in the future. Um, You know, like not be short on groceries, be able to feed myself, be able to do the things that I want to do, go on vacation, um, buy fancy gifts, um, bake really fun things and spend money on ingredients. Like it's not just, oh, I have a lot of money in my bank account and that's great. It's like more about the lifestyle of, I think of these money check-ins and being Financially well as a form of self-care because you're taking care of yourself. It allows you to take care if you have kids. It allows you to take care of your kids and make sure that you're providing uh, the best that you can. Okay, so what happens during these money check-ins? I will walk you through my whole process. Right. So in the very beginning of the month, right? I usually do like on the 30th or the 31st. I set up my money for the coming month. So let's say we'll take August for example. Um, so on August 1st, I had an overall monthly budget of like, okay, this is what I expect to be making. These are my baseline expenses. Like what does it cost me to pay the rent, uh, get groceries, uh, have gas that I can get to work and just like insurance, you know, all the stuff to just stay alive. And then how much for like, how much do I need to put away for retirement? Just so that I know my figures for the month. Again, especially if you're on a variable income and you make a range of money every month keeping track of that is really important. So that's what I do at the beginning of, of every month. I just set up a whole monthly budget and I basically take stock of like what's coming in the month. So I knew in August it was uh, my mine and Kevin's, Kevin and I's anniversary. So I knew that I would be getting a gift for that. I knew we would be having these birthdays coming up this weekend. So I know that certain expenses are coming and you just kind of plan for that when you write down your entire month budget so that you know what expenses are coming up and how much money is coming in. Okay. So my weekly money check-ins are every Friday, literally it takes five to 10 minutes. So I have a little like budgeting planner. It's called the clever Fox budget book. You can find it on Amazon. It's like $14. And basically what I do with that is I just keep track of my expenses manually. Um, I'm much more of like a visual person than like if I kept track on a computer. So for me, it makes more sense to write down expenses. So every time I go to the grocery store, I write down my expenses in there. If I pay my insurance, if I pay my rent, I write it down in there. And then throughout the week, um, because I share some expenses with my boyfriend, Kevin, I will keep receipts. So if I am go grocery shopping and I buy groceries for both of us, I keep that receipt in there. And then during these Friday money check-ins, I basically like divvy up those expenses and then put Kevin owes me 80 bucks or however much money he owes me just so that I'm keeping track that I don't get to the end of the month. I'm like, okay, well, I bought all the groceries this month and I paid for this and I paid for that and you owe me $500. Um, That's not really fair to either of us. So it makes more sense for me and probably makes more sense for you if you're splitting expenses or if not. So this works too if you're just like, um, if you're buying things in cash, it's harder to keep track of because you can't look back in your bank statements. So just hang on to your receipts and then put them in your budgeting book or wherever you keep them that you do your money check in every week, um, put it there. And then when you sit down, let's say you're going to do it Friday like I do. I sit down every Friday, I pull out my receipts, I tally up the numbers. Like if you're keeping track of your groceries, you have three grocery receipts in there. You're just going to tally it up and kind of total how much money you're spending on groceries? This is basically just a way to keep track of your spending throughout the month to keep you on track. So a great example that I use for most people is like groceries. Let's pick a round number and let's say um, your grocery budget for the month is $400. Um, Just a side note, your grocery budget should be like 10 to 15% of your monthly income. So if you're spending $400 a month on groceries, 10% would be would mean that you're making $4,000 a month, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. So let's say your grocery budget is 400 bucks a month. That's $100 a week, right? Four weeks in a month. So when you sit down for your weekly money check-ins, you're basically just seeing like, okay, did I spend more than $100 of my grocery budget this week? That I only spend fifty bucks, and now I can roll over that extra fifty bucks to the next week, and it's just like a easy way to keep yourself on track. So that at the end of the month, which is the problem that most people have, is you get to the end of the month and you're like, "I have no money, and I have six days left of the week of the month until I get paid again." That's what we don't want, and that's the point of these weekly money check-ins: is that you're not waiting until the end of the month to realize that you're fucked for until you get paid again. It's being proactive about it and staying on track. That you're not going to the very first week of the month spend three hundred dollars on groceries, and then you're like, "Well, shit! Now I only have a hundred bucks left for groceries for the month," and you're like scrimping and scraping by and not able to do the things that you want to do. So it's just a really great way to be like, "Okay, did I spend eighty bucks? Did I spend a hundred bucks? Am I right on track, or am I going to need to cut back on certain areas?" During these money check-ins, you're not just checking on your groceries, you're checking on basically all of your expenses. So let's say you have pet care or childcare, you've got groceries, you maybe need to buy new clothes for work or something. It's just making sure that you're not overspending in certain areas and it gives you like that head start. that again, we're not waiting until the end of the month to find these things out when we balance our budget out. We're doing it every week so that we can stay on track and not screw ourselves over basically at the end of the month. To break down like what I'm doing during these money check-ins, I'm checking receipts and adding up totals. So if I have all of my grocery receipts in there, I'm just totaling those up to make sure I'm on track. Um, it's also making sure that I'm putting away savings. Like, Let's say um, I know something is coming at the end of the month. Let's say my car registration is due and it's going to be 200 bucks. It's making sure that I'm going to have enough money to pay that $200 registration at the end of the month. So maybe that means setting aside 50 bucks that week or 25 bucks, or whatever you have extra so that you can pay that expense. Because again, it's like all about preparation and not just letting yourself get to the end of the month. And you're like, well, I didn't prepare for this and I overspent on my grocery budget and I overspent on gas and I overspent on this. And now I don't have enough money to pay my car registration. And then we like, go down that crazy spiral of like taking out more credit, putting it on your credit card, and then paying interest on it. And that's how we get ourselves into the, these um, debt cycles where we just feel like we can't get out. These money weekly money check-ins are going to revolutionize your life, I promise you. I would not have been doing them for three years if I didn't feel that it was actively doing something to get me ahead. And that's why I recommend it to everybody. As with anything in life, the more energy and the more time you pour into it, the bigger rewards that you're going to reap. So if you sit down every week and you just check on your spending, make sure you have enough to put towards your retirement account, make sure you have enough to put towards future expenses coming up. Let's say you need to get a new car. It's making sure that you're actively putting away little chunks of money until that expense is due so that you don't get to them and you're like, okay, now I don't have a car and I also don't have money saved and I'm kind of screwed. So that's what we're trying to avoid. Let's talk about what happens if you find that you're overspending in a category and you kind of catch yourself during one of these uh, weekly money check-ins. So let's say you're in week two um, and you have that same $400 grocery budget. And by week two, you've already spent $300 of your $400 for the month. What do you do? That's exactly what we're going to be doing during these weekly money check-ins is catching areas where we're overspending so that we can start to rebalance those things out so we're not scraping by at the end of the month. So a couple things that you can do that I do that I recommend to other people is you always have a miscellaneous category in your budget that's going to be about 5%. Um, You probably also have like personal expenses every month or entertainment. A lot of people these days spend a lot of money on entertainment, so maybe that's like your Netflix or buying new video games or buying new like gaming equipment or whatever your entertainment is. Um, It's evaluating those expenses and determining which areas you can basically pull from to pay for your groceries for the end for the rest of the month. So having those extra categories of like um, an extra category or a miscellaneous category or personal expenses, when you go do your money check-in and you see you spent three hundred of your four hundred dollar budget, it might be a good option to pull from your miscellaneous category and cover yourself for the rest of the month. So you don't have to live on rice and beans and tortillas. <laughs> we don't want to do that probably for like you know, 14 days is not desirable. And being able to see like, okay, well, I was planning on spending like $200 on personal expenses. Maybe I wanted to get like a manicure or a pedicure. I wanted to have a spa day or something like that. Okay. Buying groceries for yourself and buying groceries for your family is more important than a pedicure. I won't be the first person to say that. And I hope that you agree. Um, So that might be an area where you're going to look at during these weekly money check-ins and to see like, okay, well, maybe I won't do that this month and I'll be able to do it next month. Um, But prioritizing the things you need over the things that you want during this time. And really it's just a great way to like hold yourself accountable because if you can make the habit every Friday, I know like, okay, today's the day that I check in on my money. I now have a habit that I just kind of do it without thinking about it anymore. So the more that you can incorporate this into your life and hold yourself accountable of like, Okay, well, I way overspent this week. I know I spent money I shouldn't have spent, um, but I have the opportunity during this weekly money check in to kind of like correct my budget that I'm not just gonna wait till the end of the week or wait till the end of the month that I'm, you know, basically screwing myself over for the next month and the next month after that. And then just like month over month, just letting your spending and letting um, like your savings kind of get away from you. But Holding yourself accountable to these weekly money check-ins is going to be so, so important and so crucial to you moving forward, whatever your priorities are. If you're paying off debt and you want to be debt-free by the end of the year, it's going to be a great way to make sure you stay on track. And every Friday or whatever day you pick, you're going to sit down and say, okay, do I have an extra 20 bucks I can pay towards this debt so I can kind of like accelerate this debt paying off? Or do I have an extra 50 bucks that I can put towards my retirement account and get that going? And it's just a way to take care of yourself, take care of your family, and hold yourself accountable. So um, I would love for you guys, if if you guys want to do a little homework this week on this Friday, if you're listening to this on Friday, if you want to do a money check-in and see how your money's going, if you've never done one before, um, I know that we are a couple weeks into the month, but you can do a couple things. If you spend your money on a card, you can go back in your bank statements and just like tally up how much money you're spending on certain things and how much money you have coming in if you're getting paid soon um, and kind of like retroactively put your budget together for the month. And then just do like a mid-month money check-in and see how you're doing for the month. If you're like at 85% of your expenses and your income you only have, what, 15% left of your money for the month and there's two weeks left, then you know that you may need to address a few things and rearrange your budget um, upcoming in the next month. So again, it's just going to be like a way to bring forward your expenses and your money habits to the forefront that you can begin to address them. And that's the only thing you can do in the beginning of getting control of your money. Is like, figuring out what your current habits are, keeping track of things. And then your second step is to start making adjustments and lifestyle adjustments and figuring out how you can do better and to pay off your debt and to save money and all that good stuff. But this is a great way to just like start holding yourself accountable. If you've had trouble sticking to a budget before and you're like, budgeting doesn't work for me. And, you know, I always try to save for something and then find myself, you know, back in debt and having to use my credit card or like, You know, I always want to save for certain things in advance, but I get to it and I don't have enough money left and I end up having to put it on my credit card. This is going to be a great way to kind of combat that happening in your life. Okay. So that's it for this episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that and you can begin implementing it into your life. I always highly, highly, highly suggest it to anybody I talk to about money. I don't care if you're making a ton of money, a shitload of money. Those are the people that usually uh, overspend the most, um, in most categories and just kind of like, if you don't have a plan for your money and you're not holding yourself accountable, the money just disappears. So again, if you're making great money and you're like, this is not for me, I don't need to do that. I know I can afford, you know, my lifestyle and I have extra money. Um, that's fine. And I'm, you know, that's great for yourself, but still you can be doing probably more with your money and kind of optimizing your spending and your saving savings by just checking in once a week on your money literally takes five to 10 minutes the more you do it, the more like in tune you are with your spending. Like can make it a quick snappy way to take care of yourself. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Next week we're on episode 50, which is wild. So again, thank you guys for being here and listening and supporting this podcast. I appreciate you guys and um, have a great weekend. All right.